Welcome to track number 16 of Why Are You Not a Missionary? Ten qualities you need to be a missionary. Matthew 25. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one. And every man according to his several ability. And he straight away took his journey. And he that had received five talents went and traded with the same. And made the other five talents. And likewise he that had received two. He also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth. And hid his Lord's money. And after a long time. The Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them. Amen. Number one, ten qualities that you need to be a missionary. The first quality you need is faith. Amen. You need faith to be able to become a missionary. Amen. Amen. This gentleman was given one talent, but he did not use his talent. He did not use his gift. Amen. Amen. And the reason why he did not use his gift was because he had the opposite of faith. He was afraid. So if the so it means that the other guys, the one who had five talents and two talents, had faith. You understand? But this other one had fear. Because the opposite of faith is fear. When you believe, you believe. When you do not believe you are afraid all right so fear is actually faith but it's faith in the negative you understand faith comes by hearing fear also comes by hearing because goliath when goliath uh, was attacking the children of god the bible says that Goliath would come in the morning and stand there and speak to all the people. And then when he spoke to the people, all right, the Bible said they were all afraid. They were all filled with fear. When they heard. Do you want to turn to that scripture? Why not? Somebody can find it. Find it first. First Samuel 17 and then what all right first Samuel 17 and he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said why are you come out to set your battle in array am I not a Philistine and are you not servants of Saul choose a man he knew that he was bigger than all the men and he said choose a man for you and let him come down to me and if he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against them and kill him, then you shall be your servants. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel. Verse 10. This day, give me a man that we may fight together. But notice verse 11. Now when Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid when they heard. 
they were afraid. So, faith in the negative, faith in death. You understand? Faith in defeat. Faith in all the negatives had come to them. And that is fear. So, fear is a belief that a negative thing might happen or is likely to happen. It's a fear of something. When you think that this negative thing is likely to happen to me, it means you are afraid of that thing. You understand? So, a person who does not fulfill the ministry is full of that negative kind of faith. And a person who fulfills his calling has faith. Now, that is why the Bible tells us that all the people who had good reports were men of faith. They all had faith. You understand? And that without faith, you cannot have a good report. You need to believe a lot of things. So when the people said that we are easily impressionable, they were actually saying something positive. Because you need to easily be impressed. Do you see? Not easily understand. But easily impressed. Do you get what I'm saying? Like for instance, one time I was in America or I was in a place where there were a lot of Americans. And these Americans were, what do you call it? Listening to me speak and I spoke and I mentioned Rick Joyner. And I looked at their faces and also the remarks that some of them made after I finished speaking. You could see that they were not so as impressed with Rick Joyner as I was. Do you understand? And so you realize that where people have more negative thinking, and that's why when somebody is a visitor, you don't know so much about him. You have more faith in what he does. When a person becomes less of a visitor, let's say if you take, let's say we have a visiting preacher who comes to minister, to, he keeps coming every year. He becomes less of a visitor than he was when he first came. You see, and then there is less of the spectacular and amazing whatnots because he is less of a visitor. And you know more about him and you have more analysis about the person. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's why a pastor is a very special person because a pastor is somebody who, in spite of your constant analysis and reanalysis about him, or her, he's still with you, he's still with you, he's still sharing the word, he's still with you, he's still sharing the word, he's still with you, he's still sharing the word, he's still with you, he's still sharing the word. The pastor is a fantastic. And the Bible says the people were scattered because there was no shepherd. It didn't say they were scattered because there was no prophet. Or they were scattered because there was no evangelist. They are scattered because there is no pastor who stays with the people all the time. They criticize him, they talk about but he's still with them. Are you there? Are you there? So, people do not fulfill their great, great callings because they do not have faith. Now, you must be easily impressed. It's very important to be easily impressed. And quickly impressed. When you see a prophet, when you see a vision, when you hear the word, you must be easily impressed. Like as I'm why are you not a bit? You must be quickly impressed. But not that you are not impressed. Do you see? 
So you find out that those who have gone to the mission field, they are people who were impressed by what was being said. Do you see? Yeah. And you, they, they, were, they believed. They believed. They were pressed quickly. They felt so, but others did not really. Do. They said, yes, I know what you said, but you know, there is this and there is that and there is this and there is that and there, you know, therefore this and that and that and that. So they don't really believe. That's a, that's a fact. Pastor Jude, what do you think? Yeah. And everybody gravitates towards people who believe in him. Love, love, one of the great components of love is believing. The Bible says perfect love casts out fear. Or perfect love casts out the faith in negatives. So the more you love somebody, the more you trust the person. And that is why Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. Keep my word. Because that is how I know that you love me. So obviously you could, you could understand if I become closer to people who believe what I'm saying. By their actions. Because, oh, Bishop, you be, how many believe what I'm preaching about? Raise your hand. If you believe, please raise your hand if you believe. But you watch and see, after this camp, many of us will have different explanations and reasons why based on one or two, one or two, one or two, one or two, one or two. And you see that after all is said and done, just a trickle, a handful trickle through. Those are the ones that really believe. Because I tell you, anybody who listens to me preaching over and over and over and over again, honestly, you will find, that you will find it difficult to do anything other than to serve God. How many realize that it's true? Yeah. Yeah. But who are those who really believe it? And then they act it out. So you may say, I believe, but I will show you my faith by my actions. You to show me what you believe by your actions, not by what you say. And that is why these ones say, Oh, Bishop, I want to. I, I thank you. You know my address, you know everything. What you want to do, you do. That's it. No talking too much. Shoot. Are you listening to me? When Saul and all Israel heard the Philistines preaching and Goliath preaching, hey! <laughs> they, were, they were afraid. Greatly. Goliath was preaching. He preached several verses. If somebody has verses in the Bible, is he not preaching? Huh? If somebody has verses in the Bible, is he not preaching? He stood and he cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are you come out to set up? Don't bring a battle. He was reasoning with them. Am I not a Philistine? And you servants to Saul? Choose a man. Just one person should be sacrificed for this matter. And let him come down to me. If he able to fight me and he kills me, then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall you be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel. This day, give me a man, give me a man, give me a man, give me a man. He was now at the altar call. Give me a man. I want a man. Hey! 
Hey! When Goliath did his altar call, the, the, the fear became more. Nobody came for the altar call. When he did the altar call, nobody showed up. Thrill or not thrill. And then, you see that people were afraid. It was because of what they had heard. Amen. The first time I was going to, I was going to a certain country. And um, I heard so many things. I was told that there was a man who had lions in his house as security. Yeah, security. He had lions. And that there was another man who had snakes as his security guards. And he releases the snake in the evenings. Yeah. But I became more afraid of the country. And I had so many different things. And all these things multiply the fears that you have. And when you are in the country yourself, you will not see all those things. But what you've had, it builds up your great fear for that nation or that place. Are you listening to me? Amen. I remember one time I, was, I went to Nigeria and um, I was talking to a brother who was driving me around. And I told him that I had a head of these terrible things that happen in the country. He said, well, as for me, I live here. I'm a pharmacist. I've never seen all these things that you are talking about. Yeah. He said, I've not seen one before. Never seen armed robbers before. I've never been attacked before. I've never had any of all these experiences that you hear about. I've never had, and I live here. I'm a pharmacist. This is the work I do. I'm in the church. I work here. I live. I've not seen any such thing before. So, you see, depending on what you hear, then your fears or your faith rises. So, you need to be a man of faith. Amen. Amen. You need to be a man of faith. And you are already a man of faith. Are you not already a man of faith? You must be a man of faith. Then why are you becoming a man of fear? Huh? What are you afraid of? Why are you afraid? I'm asking you. Why are you afraid? Chukoliang. Faith. Is very important. Amen. In anything that you do with the Lord. And you must be, decide to develop faith. Faith in God is very, very, very important. Amen. Do you believe that faith is important? Are you sure you believe that faith is important? But fear has taken over from faith in many cases. But I want you to 
decide to be someone who believes. And when you come and you listen to the Makanae, or you listen to some of these camps, you begin to have faith that you can you begin to believe. Your doubts decrease. Your beliefs increase. You are encouraged. You know that you can also do it. You can serve the Lord. Why faith is important, number one. I'm sure, I'm sure I can give you maybe 20 reasons. Number one, faith is important because we are saved by faith. Amen. He that believeth is baptized and shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Amen. He that believeth shall be saved. So you are going to be saved by your faith. You are going to be saved from poverty by your faith. You are going to be saved from disaster by your faith. So try to believe more things than understanding. How many are going to believe more? Are you going to believe more? Believe the things more. You'll be saved more. Amen. I've been saved from working from 9 to 5. Yeah. It's true. By having faith in God. I've been saved from so many things. By having faith. Amen. Amen. Faith is important in being a missionary. Why faith is important to a missionary? Faith is important because you are saved by faith. Faith is important to a missionary because you cannot take even one step without faith. You cannot take a single step into missionary where you can never become a projectile. Okay? You can never become a projectile. Gentlemen, my brother in the glasses, I think he's having a difficulty. No, a gentleman right here. It's your second yellow card. Okay. One step into the mission field you cannot take because you don't have it. Because the Bible says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seven. Number three. You cannot live on the mission field without faith. That's why faith is important to a missionary. Amen. Huh? You cannot. 
the first step you cannot take. So-so ideas. So-so camps you will attend. So-so clapping you will clap. So-so buying of books. Buying of Bibles. Buying of materials. Attending of camps and conferences. But just one step. You cannot take it. One step. Because the first step we walk. We walk means we take steps. Walk means you take steps. Walking is equal to taking steps. You take steps by faith. And if you want to know everything of the future, faith, faith leaves you in the dark. You are, you are supposed to be in the dark. You are supposed to not know whether it is good or bad. Whether it is right or wrong. And you are supposed to have some faith. Without that faith, not being sure. You, you, there must be things that you are not sure about. If you have everything that you are sure about, then there is no faith in it. You have to do things that you are not sure of. You have to do things that you can't determine the outcome. You have to do things where there is a risk. Otherwise, you are not taking even one step. You'll be there. Social conferences. Tell your neighbor, social conferences. Social camps. Social buying of books. Social makane. Oh, materials. Coming for homecoming. Oh. But you cannot do what? Take a step. Take a step. Take a step. You cannot. You cannot. Hey! Mission to be sent to go. To mission, it means a mission, a, a way, a journey to be going on an assignment. To be sent as a projector, to be an envoy, to be a, a, a propagandist. You cannot take one step into that area. You just analyze. Ah. You cannot be swift and sudden. Sudden. No, 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 no. Sudden, we need. <laughs> sudden means you stop thinking. Suddenly means you didn't think about it. You didn't analyze it. Anything that you cannot take one step. One step. God, we walk, we take a step. You can only buy books. You can buy tapes. Buy DVDs. Attend conferences. Download messages. Shout hallelujah. Make comments. Say ah. You can sing the song. One branch. Two branches. Five branches. Six branches. Seven branches, eight branches, nine branches, ten branches. But you can't take a step. You can't take a step. You can shout. You can say, You can't take a step. <laughs> but hold your neighbors and say, We are moving forward. We are going this way.
up this way, this way. One branch. Two branches. Three branches. step because you don't have faith but you can say light up light up three back okay from today I can take one step I can take two steps I can take three steps because you can take a step. Ask for step that you can take. How many can take a step? Can you write a letter? Can you write a letter? Can you buy a ticket? Can you travel? Can you take a step? Sit down. Number three. Why faith is important to a missionary? I'm giving you ten ingredients for uh, being a missionary. The first ingredient is faith. That one has taken us to why, 20 reasons why faith is important to a missionary. Number one, because the missionary is saved from, by faith, from secular work, from working from Pharaoh, by faith. Nine to five. Shabalo. Alabalaba. Elamazo. Chendala. Mikabaya. Oh, Shame, Sabayo, in the name of Jesus. Hey. Number three, faith is important. Ah, number one is what? Number two is what? Take a step. Number three, you cannot live. Number four, 
You cannot please, you cannot live on the, number three, you cannot live on the mission field without faith. Yeah. When you are on the, when you are, while all the time whilst you are obeying God, you will be believing, 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 believing. Do you know when I see the film that we show, I am touched. I'm telling because you see, when I see, I, I feel a certain feeling. Because when I'm there, you, you don't know the kind of troubles, issues, tensions, problems that I have. So when I see myself, I say, hey, that thing is, I mean, some fantastic something. Yeah, a ballistic effect. Totally ballistic. What's the definition of ballistic? Check, check the ballistic. It means what? I gave you the definition. It has a capacity to do what? Suddenly become greater and more powerful. Ballistic. In a surprising way. Who expected something different? And in a surprising way. Hey. Suddenly become greater and more powerful in a surprising way or unwanted way. Ballistic. We expected something different. You have to live there. You buy rice by faith. When I got married with my wife and I said I was in the ministry, I had to have faith that I would have somewhere to stay. Yeah, because I was staying in my father's room 14 of his hotel. And he told me, you have to go to Oxford. Go to Cambridge. And I said, no, I'm going to pass out this group of people. Yeah. I needed faith. How I was going to live. Yeah. <laughs> No branches. And not even branches, but I've, it has never even occurred to me before that a money that is collected in the offering, I can eat some. I've only known about bent offerings. And I've never known of wave offerings that you wave and then after you eat it, some. Or you heave and then you eat. Because I, I didn't grow up that way. All my church life was experienced was just, just do whatever for God. So even that, the concept. Oh, and I said, I wouldn't work at Kolebu Hospital again. I said, I'm going to work for God. Hey, there was no church, just a few people. And everybody was going abroad. I never did even one of those exams. It was just not in me. The medicine that I did was not in me. That's why I said when you say that you sacrifice Isaac, I wish I could say that it was Isaac, but it is not true. It's about Keturus, I mean third born or fourth born. Not an Isaac. This message continues on the next track. Keep listening.